resistance to Adani's proposed Carmichael coal mine in the Galilee Basin, central Queensland, is heating up. The project is subject to sustained criticism because of the disastrous climate effects of digging and exporting yet more coal, the company's history of corrupt behaviour and tax dodging, the lack of consent from traditional owners, the Wangan and Jagalingu people, and the vast volumes of free water the mine will suck out of groundwater systems that are already under stress. While Adani wants to start pre-construction works this year, activists from around Australia are taking their opposition to the mine site, the rail line and the export port, showing the company, local and state governments how far they are willing to go to stop this mine. This is Earth Matters, environmental justice news and stories, produced for FreeCR Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Jim Rummel, and let's speak now with Matthew Bing, who took part in the week-long action camp organised by FLAC, Frontline Action on Coal. Yeah, hi, I'm Matthew Bing, and I live in Mackay, North Queensland. Great, and what's your interest in this uh, movement against the Adani coal mine? Well, like I said, I live in Mackay. I was actually raised in Bowen as well. So I've been here my whole life and, and this is my home and I care about it. I care about this area. Mm. And can you tell me a little bit about the Adani project and what it is that you're up against? So the Adani, the proposed Adani Carmichael mine would be the largest mine in the Southern Hemisphere and the largest mine in Australia's history. And it will be producing low-grade dirty thermal coal that will be used for power creation and and ultimately increase the emissions and massively affect climate change. Okay, and what stage is that project up to now? So at the moment, the way I see it as this project is really balancing on a tight wire and that is the NAIF loan of a billion dollars of public money. What's, could you just explain NAIF please? So NAIF is the North Australian Infrastructure Facility and it is a board of people that has been given five billion dollars of taxpayers money to spend in North Queensland or in North Australia and Adani has proposed that they want a billion dollars to build their rail line from the mine off to the um, Abbott Point coal terminal. As far as my understanding, this this mine won't go ahead without that billion dollar loan. Adani will have to seek finances elsewhere. And, you know, the big four banks have pulled out. I think 20 international banks have pulled out. You know, financial institutions are seeing that this is not a good investment. So, yeah, why... Why is this important to you or what's at stake for you and what's inspired you to, to be involved in this? The reason I care about this, like there are actually so many reasons to care about this. And I guess the biggest one is climate change, but also, you know, Adani is a negligent company. They contaminated the wetlands. We can't trust them. You know, they've had, you know, they've got tax havens in the Cayman Islands. I, I think it's just a really bad idea and 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 thermal coal is going away. We have the technology, you know, to to transition and that's really important thing to know, I think, is transition. Mm. You know, I don't I don't think there's many people proposing that we shut every coal mine down right now. 
you know, I think we, if the government is really looking after its people, like a lot of the skills these people have in the mining industry are easily transferable into other industries. Mm. And, I, and, and in my hometown, like whenever you speak to someone about Adani, it's about jobs, like we need jobs. And unfortunately, there has been so much misinformation about the jobs, you know, 10,000 jobs. It's not true. 1,464 jobs in land court is what they said, mm. you know, and, and at the moment, as far as I'm aware, there's 30 jobs that Adani have in Australia. That's 30 actual jobs. So at the moment, there's this huge week of action, which looks really exciting on social media. Can you tell me a bit about what it's, what it's been like on the ground? So the feeling here up in North Queensland for this week of action is one of determination, one of inclusiveness and love and support. You know, we are all passionate people and we are diverse from all walks of life all over Australia and the world and you know we see that Adani needs to be stopped and and right now the focus is stop Adani but you know it's part of a bigger picture of of really climate change and um, mm. and so what's what activities have been going on and can you paint paint us a bit of a picture of the the base camp and some of the actions that have been happening Yes, yeah, so we're at Camp Babara, which is the native language for Echidna. And, you know, we've got, you know, people set up camp and, um, yeah, it's a really good vibe there. Really, um, really inclusive, you know, consensus decision making. We started the week off with this amazing walk on Queen's Beach in Bowen. It was a peaceful rally and we had, you know, um, we had the local mob there supporting us with people from Australia and all over the world. And it was just a peaceful statement to say, we're here and, and this is just the beginning and we're ready to stop Adani. So, you know, we really, from then on to Monday, we moved to Abbott Point Road where we did a peaceful picket line and, you know, 10 people were arrested. I was one of those people. and. I felt supported every step of the way and it was such a beautiful thing to be a part of. That was Matthew Bing speaking to us from the Frontline Action on Coal Week of Action to Stop Adani. One of the protests during the week was a citizen's request to inspect contamination of the Cali Valley wetlands caused by Adani's Abbott Point coal port. Let's hear it. Request for citizen inspection of the Cali Valley wetlands. The wetlands are culturally significant to the Juru people. The wetlands are culturally significant to the Juru people. They are important breeding grounds for wildlife and fish. They are important breeding grounds for wildlife and fish. The EPA investigations have found. The EPA investigations have found Adani's port operations have polluted. Adani's port operations have polluted the wetlands with coal. The wetlands with coal. We are requesting. We are requesting 
to access the wetlands to access the wetlands to inspect the full extent to inspect the full extent of the damage on this precious place of the damage on this precious place Auntie Carol Pryor Juru traditional owner Auntie Carol Pryor Juru traditional owner My name's Megan. I'm from Townsville. I've lived here for a number of years and I've been down in Bowen last week at the action uh, to stop Adani and I found it to be very, very useful. Great. And so can you just set the scene for us? Um, can you describe the mine proposal um, that Adani has put forward and um, and what that looks like, um, and including that the the proposed railway corridor. Okay, well, Adani would like to set up a sixty-year cycle of a mine, and they would like to run a railway to the port at Abbott Point from the mine. And that would mean um, using 355 billion litres of water to operate the mine after they've dug a great big hole. And they would also like to ship um, tonnes of coal from the mine out to the port and um, ship that through the uh, World Heritage Area. So it's an extra 500 coal ships that would leave from that port. Okay, and so what else? What else are we up against? You know, what are the different interests in this mine? Um, what kind of level of government support is there? Well, currently, uh, there's the Queensland government are keen for it to happen. Uh, currently, there's no banks that are ready to finance it. They need finance to be able to get it to happen. Uh, a lot of the local governments are keen for it to happen because they feel that it's going to provide jobs, but that seems to be uh, a bit of a myth. And a lot of the local newspapers seem to be building that myth <laughs> as well with the locals. But uh, the more and more facts come out and tell us that there's less and less jobs, involved in it and there seems to be more and more people coming to the understanding that Adani is not going to be the answer to the lack of jobs that are in the region and now that more and more people are understanding that it's a good thing and more and more people are understanding that Adani is not going to be answering the the questions for loss of jobs. Uh, so the only real backing behind Adani is Queensland Labor and some of the local government, members of government. And I really don't understand why. There's no bank finance for them currently, but they need finance for their, for their um, mine, um, for the um, railway. If they can't get finance for the railway, they won't be able to go ahead. You're listening to Earth Matters. This episode is produced on Durable and Gadigal land for 3CR Radio and broadcast all across these stolen lands we call Australia. This speaker is Megan Armstrong from Stoppadani Townsville. Let's get back to it.
I think the main issue here is the use of water because it's so dry up here at the moment around Townsville and Bowen and those sorts of areas. Like we are on very restricted water uh, restrictions here in Townsville. Townsville, you get to handhold uh, your water, your hose, and water your garden once a week currently. And they want to, Adani wants 355 billion litres of local rivers and aquifers. So they're going to damage our groundwater systems and there'll be a permanent drop in the water table around the mine site. And so they get all of that water. And that's the main issue here, I think, at the moment. Mm, and it looks like there's been a fantastic week of action in the last, in the last week, um, bringing people together from all over the country. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, this, this recent convergence to stop Adani? Yes, there were about 100, over, just over 100 people for the week. There are a number of people from all over Australia, which I was very pleased to see. I think it um, shows that there's more than um, enough support for locals that may be unsure about whether they're free and supported to stand up against this, that there is support there for them to stand up. 64% of Australians don't want this. So I'm hoping uh, from this week of action that locals want it starts to get into this because we're not going to stop the actions. There's going to be more actions, but more and more locals will start stepping up and showing that uh, that they're against this as well because I am part of the Stop Adani Council group as well and we regularly uh, seek signatures from people within Townsville to sign petitions uh, against Adani and there are a number of people in Townsville that are against the proposed mine and I know that if they feel supported that they'll be standing up as well. So I think the week-long actions um, will enable people to feel supported and get out there and make a stand. I know that throughout the week um, there was a sense of um, people joining together and um, there was definitely a whole group of impassioned people, that's for sure, and so impassioned they were willing to get arrested for their beliefs and that's, that's a big a big thing for people. You know, some of those people had never been arrested before. They're law-abiding law citizens. They've never done anything wrong and but they're feeling strong enough uh, about, their, about this issue to, to, put, to put that on the line. I guess that comes to how to continue the momentum forward and um, what do you think the next steps are in the campaign? I feel that the next step will be to do more actions and to bring some people in Townsville and our local areas together. I think uh, educating and more locals and communicate a few more facts about how bad Adani are, what a dodgy company they are, how they can't be trusted environmentally and or economically, and how we just don't want them here building another mine. Money lenders come and go. Smile and nod and lend your dough. They say yes, but we say no.
We're here attached to the tracks of a, a coal railway line which leads to the Adani port. We're trying to stop work in the Adani port. The Adani coal mine must not go ahead. Uh, you've been given a direction by Superintendent McNabb to move from this area. I'm now directing you guys to move yourselves and your personal property and your locking on equipment and so forth uh, off the railway line and move to outside the railway Thank corridor you. in that direction there. We're two people out of hundreds of thousands who will not let this coal mine go ahead. Um, if you want a clean climate future for our kids and for the Great Barrier Reef and every other living thing on this planet, um, we need to keep the coal in the ground. You just heard the voices of two women while they were attached to the coal railway line near Abbott Point in Queensland, the port that would export coal dug up from Wangan and Jagalingu country, from Adani's proposed Carmichael mine. Before that was Megan Armstrong from Stop Adani Townsville. Listen up now for Karen Steininger of Stop Adani, Sydney. Um, my name is Karen Steininger. I'm a member of the Stop Adani Action Group uh, here in Sydney. Great. And can you tell me uh, when that group formed and, and why the, this action group has come together? Um, the group formed in April, which is like just after the, the Stop Adani Roadshow. Um, and, um, and two days later, actually, after the, our first meeting, we had our first action, which was the Westpac 200th birthday celebration. It was an enormous action. It was like it, we, we had to organise uh, extremely quickly. And, um, and so we called on our networks. And within 48 hours, we had about 200 people on the streets for the action with drumming and chanting. And we kept up a, almost a party protest atmosphere for over two continual hours. And calling on Westpac not to fund the coal mine. Great. What happened after that? Because I understand that none of the big four banks at the moment are supporting the mine proposal. Well, quickly after that, within, within a matter of weeks after that, after that um, event, we, um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of, of, of interesting press was generated in terms of asking um, what was happening and you know, was, was Westpac going to be ruling out the mine? And then shortly after that, Westpac came out with a statement with their the climate um, statement saying that they will not be um, financing any mines that have, um, that have coal that is deemed to be um, below a certain grade, which effectively ruled out the, the Adani mine, which was a huge victory. Yeah, fantastic. And um, what a good result after pulling that action together so quickly. Um, you mentioned yeah. that you formed after the roadshow. Could you just um, mm -hmm. briefly explain what that roadshow was about? So the roadshow, it was something that was um, organised by, um, by, I think it was GetUp and by 350.org, which are, are are, um, are very, very you know, fabulous organisations, um, to, to be able to bring together um, groups of people across Australia who were who were concerned about this mine, and um, and so we, we we it was it was a, a roadshow in which we heard um, you know uh, inclusively what what the issues were around the mine, and we were inspired to then form local action groups. And our our action groups are all independent, and so we work we work locally, and we work bringing together people who may normally not have been involved in any kind of protest before. And very very quickly, because it, it it's such a, a such an important issue, very quickly we just have been able to step up and to be able to pull together actions and really really get our message across that this is something that ordinary Australians feel very very strongly about. 
compromising. The seas are rising. No more compromising. The seas are rising. No more compromising. The coral is bleaching. It's time to stop Adani. The coral is bleaching. It's time to stop Adani. The coral is bleaching. It's time to stop Adani. This is the sound of 18 people occupying Adani's head office in Townsville. The coral is bleaching. It's time to stop Adani. The coral is bleaching. This coal mine, the Adani coal mine, is completely nonsensical. Um, you know, in, as I'm sure your listeners are aware of, in order to keep climate change to a safe two degrees warming, we need to keep over 90% of Australia's coal reserves in the ground. And that means no new coal mines, and especially not this one, which is the largest new coal mine in the world. And it's an area that's five times the size of Sydney Harbour, or over 20,000 hectares. And which is, is just, it's completely insane. And also, a diamond will draw billions of water, billions of litres of water from the Great Artesian Basin for free. And this will threaten farmers and not to mention have an enormous impact on Queensland's groundwater. And, you know, if, if a diamond goes ahead, it will open the Galilee Basin for a further nine mega mines, thus threatening our climate. And also the, the, the Great Barrier Reef, because, you know, the Great Barrier Reef is something which is already really suffering from from, you know, two mass bleaching events, even over the, the last two years. And it's, and it's, these, it's these issues and these issues that, that affect all of us, and, you know, not just us in Australia, but globally. And it just, it just for me personally, feeling and hearing and listening to, 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 this, to the idea that this is something that, that could go ahead or something that's being, like, seriously considered to be going ahead was just, I just, was just completely nonsensical and, and you know, had to be, you know, that kind of feeling that, 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 that we as Australians have to step up and we have to get out onto the streets and we have to, to lobby our politicians and make our voices known and say, we don't, you know, this, we don't want this mine to go ahead and it's not good for our country and it's not good for our children. Lots of reasons. Thanks for that. And what has driven you personally to become engaged in this issue and to spend time advocating um, to stop this mine? Um, because it's something that's just very, very important. You know, it's something like as an as an ordinary Australian, I, I have a son, and you know, and I I, I work, and I, I you know, even though I, I live in the city, I can see all around me the effects of climate change, even as it's happening now. I mean, even today, it's an incredibly hot day for spring, and you know, and it's been like 33 degrees here in Sydney, and you know, and 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 this kind of thing will just happen more and more. And listening and reading to what's happening around the planet. It's very, very hard not to feel despairing, and it's very, very hard not to, you know, to feel as though something can't be done. And if we let this mind go ahead, that it feels as though then that that our future that is actually is is really, really under threat. And as a, a an individual Australian on my own, I felt quite despairing, and I felt very, very much that that you know by myself I couldn't do anything. And in fact, but and then I became and then I became angry and I just thought you know it more needs to be done and and I just got sick of reading the paper and just like reading headline after headline of our politicians advocating coal and I really had to go out and do something and I realized that I couldn't do it on my own 
that I needed to kind of go and be with other like-minded people who weren't just despairing, who weren't just angry, but who were actually going out there and doing something. And this mind is a flashpoint. The, 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 the facts are really clear. We can see and we can hear and we can read about the environmental impacts of this mind, not only on our, on our, you know, on our local land for our local farmers, but globally. And so, and so, and knowing then that together as Australians working together and being clear and strategic, we can stop this mind. No, no. That was Karen Steininger from Stoppadani, Sydney, and before her we heard Megan Armstrong from Stoppadani, Townsville, and Matthew Bing from Frontline Action on Coal. Wherever you are around the country, you can get involved in the upcoming Day of Action on October 7. Just look at the website, stopadani.com, for everything you need to know. The audio you've heard on this show is from Frontline Action on Coal's Facebook videos, showcasing the fabulous week of action. And the song you've heard is Never Gonna Build That Mine, an anthem for the movement by Zelda Dar. I'm Jem Rommelt and this is Earth Matters, produced on Gadigal and Durable land for 3CR Radio in Melbourne. We'd like to thank the good work of the Community Radio Network getting this show out nationally and the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support. You can contact the Earth Matters team by emailing us at earthmatters3cr, that's three the number, at gmail.com. You can find our page on Facebook or call up the station on 03-9419-8377. Our podcasts are on the 3CR website at allofthews.3cr.org.au slash earthmatters. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for another dose of Earth Matters.
we jail black males in Australia nationally at a rate five times greater than apartheid South Africa jailed black males in 1993. The suicide and self-harm rates are the highest in the world and the life expectancy gap is the biggest in the first world. You know, Australians don't like hearing the truth about how bad things are, but the more we resolve from it, the longer this is going to continue. Black fella, white fella, it doesn't matter what you colour. Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio, and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR is a bloody good place to start. What your name is, we got the hand. Lots of changes, we need more brothers.